0: Namo Buddhaya Welcome to Monks in the Morning, from Kalambo Dhamma Friends of Mahameonawa. We're so glad that you're joining us today. Today, we're going to talk about listening to the Dhamma. You may spend time listening to the radio or TV programs or movies... And those things can all be listened to very easily, can't they? But listening to the Supreme Buddha's Dhamma is much more difficult. And the Supreme Buddha understood that. We have to give all of our attention to what we're hearing. Without doing that, we don't have a chance to really understand what the Supreme Buddha is wanting us to do. We'll also chant some meditation verses on mindfulness of death. So get your chanting book ready or click on the show notes link to read along online. Now let's take the refuges and the precepts. Sadhu
1: sadhu sadhu Namo tassa bhagavato arahato Namo tasse bhagavato arehato samma sambuddhase. Namo tasse bhagavato arehato samma sambuddhase. Buddham sarenang Dhammaṁ saranaṁ gacchāmi Sanghaṁ saranaṁ gacchāmi Dutiyam pi buddhaṁ saranaṁ gacchāmi Dutiyam pi dhammaṁ saranaṁ gacchāmi Dutiyam pi sanghaṃ-saranaṃ Gachami tha pi buddhaṃ-saranaṃ Gachami tha pi dhammaṃ-saranaṃ Gachami tha pi sanghaṃ-saranaṃ Gachami sadu Sadhu Sadhu Say after me. I observe the precept of abstaining from killing beings. I observe the precept of Abstaining from stealing, I observe the precept of Abstaining from sexual misconduct, I observe the precept of Abstaining from telling lies, I observe the precept of abstaining from taking, intoxicating drinks and drugs. With the refuge of the noble triple gem, I observe these precepts For happiness in this life, For rebirth in heaven, To escape from the sufferings of samsara. May it help me. May it be a blessing. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu.
2: Sadhu, sadhu, I worship the supreme Buddha. Sadhu, sadhu, I worship the supreme Dhamma. Sadhu, sadhu, I worship the supreme Sangha. Sadhu, sadhu, I worship the supreme Sangha. Sadhu, sadhu, I worship the Supreme Triple Gem. May I have refuge from the Supreme Buddha. Being able to recall the Supreme Dhamma, thinking of the Mahasanga's virtue, who followed the path to find out the four noble truths, I show respect. To the Supreme Triple Gen. May I be blessed in this Gautama dispensation. I worship, I worship the Supreme Buddha. I worship, I worship the Supreme Dhamma. I worship, I worship the Supreme Sangha. I worship, I worship the Supreme Triple Gen.
0: Namo tase bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhase. Homage to the Blessed One, the Worthy One, the Supremely Enlightened One. Sad sad sad. Namo buddhaya. So the other day, I was talking with one of the other Bhantes here, and we were thinking about what it means to listen to a dhamma-talk, to listen to the Supreme Buddha's teachings, and what we should be doing when we're trying to listen. We know that most of you have been to school or are going to school and know what it means to sit in a classroom and listen to a teacher, and you know how to do that you know that you need to sit quietly, you know that you need to pay attention, right? Because there's someone watching you and you might even get in trouble if you're not sitting quietly paying attention. And you also know that there may be a test that you have to answer questions about what the teacher's saying. So, listening to a dhamma talk on a recording, like you are with monks in the morning, it's a different situation, right? You don't have a a teacher right in front of you. It's not even exactly like going to Dhamma school, because the monks, they're not sitting there with you. And you know that we're not going to come out and ask you questions about things that we say. You know that there's not going to be a test. But still, we need to listen, because the things that we learn when we listen to the Supreme Buddha's Dhamma are much more important those things that we learn in school. Even though it is important, of course, to pay attention and to work hard in school and do well, that these things are a blessing for our lives. We've been learning that in the Mahamangala Sutta. Still, the things that we learn in school, they'll be very helpful for this life, but for our future lives, maybe not so much. Right? We may not have the same math skills or science skills in our next life, and those things won't really be much of a benefit to us then. But the dhamma that we practice now will definitely lead to benefits in this life and future lives as well. So when we sit and listen to the Supreme Buddha's dhamma, even if it's on a recording like you are right now, it's really important to pay attention. So if you're listening at home You may want to go to a special place to listen, or you may want to sit in front of a Buddha statue if you have one at home. Before you start listening, you can worship the Supreme Buddha, and you can sit quietly, right? You can put aside your toys, you can put them out of arm's reach, so you can pay all of your attention to the words that you're listening to. Now, even though there's not going to be a test, you may still want to take some notes, right? Because we learn things that we want to be able to use later, and we may not always remember just by listening one time. And sometimes if we write things down, that helps us. Even just writing it down helps us. So you may like to have a, a special notebook that you use just for the Dhamma talks that you listen to on monks in the morning or if you have a regular notebook that you take to Dhamma school, you could also use that. Now, the Supreme Buddha understood that listening to the Dhamma is very difficult. Understanding the Dhamma is even more difficult, right? It's not like watching cartoons or a television show or a movie that's just designed to entertain us. The Supreme Buddha's Dhamma It's much more difficult than that. It's even more difficult than the subjects that we learn in school. So one day, there were five men that came to the Supreme Buddha to listen to the Dhamma. But they didn't all listen very well. These five men behaved in five different ways. So the first man, while the Supreme Buddha was teaching the Dhamma, fell asleep right there right in front of the Supreme Buddha. The second man sat there and kept digging into the earth with his finger. And he was giving all of his attention to the earth, not the Supreme Buddha's Dhamma. The third man, while he was sitting there, he kept shaking this tree that was next to him. The fourth man kept looking up at the sky. Only the fifth man listened very carefully to the Dhamma that the Supreme Buddha was preaching. So afterwards, the Venerable Ananda, who was fanning the Supreme Buddha during the Dhamma talk, was very curious about this. He asked the Supreme Buddha, why is it, even though you're preaching the Dhamma perfectly, you're the best one to preach this Dhamma, you know exactly the right way to preach it. But even though it's you preaching the Dhamma, still only one out of these five men was paying attention. And the Supreme Buddha said to the Venerable Ananda, well, do you recognize these five men? Do you know who these five men are? Do you know anything about them? And the Venerable Ananda said, no, I don't. I don't know them at all. And the Supreme Buddha said, well, I know them very well. In fact, I know how they were reborn in their previous lives. This man who sat there and fell asleep? In 500 previous lives, he was reborn as a snake. And as a snake, he would always wrap up and sleep all day long. And for that reason, now in this life, still, he sleeps all the time. And the Dhamma that I'm preaching doesn't go into his head. The Venerable Ananda said, well, was he a snake in 500 lives in a row, or was that all he was ever reborn as? And the Supreme Buddha said, well, sometimes he was born as a human, sometimes as a god, sometimes as a snake. And it's hard to say how many times he was a snake, but for 500 lives in a row, he was born as a snake. And for that reason, now when he comes to listen to the Dhamma, he falls asleep. And that man who was sitting there scratching in the earth, in 500 previous lives, he was an earthworm, and he spent all of his time digging in the earth. And so now in this life, because of that habit, still he digs in the earth. That man that was shaking the tree He was a monkey in 500 previous lives, and was in the habit of moving around the trees and shaking them all the time. And for that reason, he still has that habit, and that's what he did when he should have been listening to the Dhamma talk. The fourth man, who kept looking up at the sky, in 500 previous lives, he was an astrologer. He thought that the answers to life's problems could be seen by looking up at the stars and the planets. So in this life, instead of listening to the Supreme Dhamma that really gives answers, he just kept looking up at the sky. Only the fifth man paid attention to the Dhamma talk. Why is that? Because in 500 previous lives, he was reborn as a Brahmin who studied the Vedas, who studied scriptures. And so he was in the habit of paying attention very closely to what teachers were saying and because of that he listened very carefully and then the venerable ananda asked well what's the reason that these people are blocked so much from understanding the dhamma and the supreme buddha said venerable ananda it's because of greed hatred and delusion that any living beings who have greed, hatred, and delusion in their minds very strongly, it's going to be a hindrance for them to listen to this Dhamma, even if it's being taught to them by the Supreme Buddha. Then the Supreme Buddha shared this verse that we can now find in the Dhammapada. There is no fire like lust, no trap like hate, no net like delusion, and no river like craving. He said that this desire that we have in our minds, that it's stronger than any fire in the world. That hatred that we have in our minds, it traps us. Think of times when you've been angry and hated someone. It's like you're wrapped up, can't get out. He said there's no net like delusion nothing that can catch us so much as a wrong understanding about the world. And he said, no river like craving. Right? We may think that we've seen very big rivers in the world with lots of water, but craving keeps flowing even more than that. So I want all of us to think very carefully when we sit down to listen to the Supreme Buddha's Dhamma, whether we're sitting at the monastery in a Dhamma school or even if we're at home, right? If we're at home, we can sit in a quiet place. If we're listening in the car, then we can set aside all of our other things and give our whole attention to the Dhamma that we're listening to. And you know, one thing that you can do when you're listening to a recording that you can't do when you're listening to a live Dhamma talk is you can rewind a little bit. So, if you need to hear something again, then you can just rewind a little bit and listen to whatever part you want again. That's one advantage to listening to a recording. So, don't be shy to do that. I'm sure even if you're listening with other people, they won't mind if they rewind just a little bit to listen to something a second time, because maybe even they didn't catch all of it. So, now that we've talked a little bit about good ways to listen to Dhamma talks, I hope that all of us can remember these instructions and that when it comes time to listen to the Supreme Buddha's Dhamma, we're able to give up our greed, our hatred, our delusion, and dedicate all of our mind to listening to the Supreme Buddha's Dhamma, to thinking about it carefully, and finding ways that we can apply this to our own lives through the power of this merit may we soon experience the supreme bliss of nibbana in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation sad 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 namo buddhaya meditation verses maranasati mindfulness of death turn to page 178 in your chanting book. Now we'll chant some ancient verses that can help us think about mindfulness of death. You know, you may be afraid sometimes when you think about dying. That's normal, but we don't have to be. I know all of you are collecting powerful merit in your lives, so thinking about death doesn't need to be a frightening thing. These verses help us think about death in a very wise way. Now let's chant together.
3: Namo tassa bhagavato arahato sammāsambuddhassa Namo tassa bhagavato Sama sammāsambuddhassa Namo tasa bhagavato arato sammā sambuddhas Pavāta dīpa tulyāya sāyusant tiyākhayang Parūpamāya sampassan bhāvaya maranassatiṃ Life passes towards its end Like the flame of a lamp Goes out by the wind Seeing how others die Applying it to one's own life One should develop Mindfulness of death sampatti sampatta yata satta tata aham marisami maranamam hesati. Just as beings that once enjoyed great prosperity are now dead. Even so one day I too will die death will indeed come to me uppattiya sahevedam marana agatam sada maranataya okasan Death has followed each and every birth, Therefore, like an executioner, Death always seeks an opportunity To destroy my life. Isakhaṃ anivataṃ Jivitang udayatang, śuriṭo viyadhāvati Life without stopping a moment Ever keep on moving Runs on towards death Like the sun that travels to set Without stopping after it rises Vijjububbula usava Jalaraji bharikhayam Ghatakovariputasa Sabbattapi Avariyo This life comes to an end like a streak of lightning, a bubble of water, a dewdrop on a leaf. Or a line drawn on water, like an enemy, death chases after one constantly. Death can never be avoided by any means. Swasatham punyadi, buddhi buddhi jinadvayam. Ghatesi maranam kata If death could come in an instant, even to supreme Buddhas, Pacheka Buddhas, and Arahants, endowed with great glory, prowess merit, Supernormal powers and wisdom, what could be said of me? Pachayanancha vekalya, bahirajhattu paddhava, maramorang nimesapi, marmano anukhananti, due to the change of supporting factors, Constant injuries arising, internally and externally. The life heads towards death, changing every instant. Death will come one, in the twinkling of an eye. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu.
0: It was great to spend time with you again today. We hope that you learned something new, and we really hope that you can use what you learned as you go about the rest of your day. Remember my advice for listening to the Dhamma? Try and go to a quiet place where you won't be distracted. And if you're riding in a car, which is just fine, then be sure to set aside things that you might play with. And if you can, why don't you get a small notebook where you can write down some of the things that you learn in each show. This is really important if you're listening to the show before you go to bed. You can write down what you learned, and then read what you wrote the next morning, so you can remember to keep it in mind throughout the day. Now let's share merits. Today, even though we've spent this short time together, we've done a lot of wholesome actions. We've gone for refuge, you've taken the five precepts, We've listened to a Dhamma sermon and learned a story from the life of the Supreme Buddha. And we've learned how to listen to the Dhamma. We've also chanted verses of meditation. So all of these things are very wholesome, powerful, good karma. And when we do actions like this, we like for others to be happy. So may our teachers, our parents, our relatives, all heavenly beings, rejoice in this merit. May they have happy minds remembering these wholesome actions. May they soon experience for themselves the supreme bliss of Nibbāna in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sadhu, sadhu, sad, Namo Buddhaya.